is hiring a coach worth it? I don't think there's a straightforward answer to this. I think truly it depends. Uh, number one, I think it depends on the athlete, what their individual experience level is, their individual weak points or things that they have as limitations and the training atmosphere that they're in, right? What sort of environment they're at with their home gym facility? What does that actually look like for them? And then two, it depends on the coach, right? So who this person could be working with, right? The experience level of the coach, the type of athlete that they work with best, um, you know, again, every coach is something that's going to be a little bit more tailored to them and who the, the best clientele is for them, whether it's someone who has more experience, whether it's someone who's actually a little bit less experienced, um, whether it's remote versus in-person, what types of skills the person's working on, each of those play into that. Uh, as well as this is, again, if it's in-person versus remote, uh, what kind of service offering they actually have for the athlete and potentially good options for them and the systems that they have in place for them and potentially their business thinking big picture is this person like equipped to handle me as an athlete so those are really the factors that i like to think about when uh, an athlete is trying to reconcile is individualized coaching worth it the fitness movement is brought to you by zor fitness we offer coaching and individualized program design, as well as educational content for coaches and athletes. It's all at one place, zorfitness.com. So who am I to answer this? Well, as Coach Chris and I talked about in episode 84, when we talked about using group classes for CrossFit competitors, we are sort of each respectively in the middle, so to speak, within our communities, where... For me, I'm an affiliate owner, right? So we have group classes that we're running. And I believe that for the majority of individuals, there is nothing more potent in terms of getting a solid workout in and also staying compliant with that workout. And that is an exceptionally rare combination to drive up the intensity of your workout and then also be more compliant. Like usually those things are sort of on a seesaw, whereas one goes up, the other goes down. If someone's working out super intensely, the, the compliance and how much they're actually willing to come in and be consistent with that typically will go down. I think in group classes is one of the few exceptions where potentially if it's done in the right way at a facility where the people are intelligent about how they program things and there's a culture of being uh, listening to your body and just being smart about it, sort of like new age CrossFit, that there's not a whole lot more that you can do uh, from a facility standpoint that's really going to help people out, right? So you can improve their compliance and also and drive up the intensity. And if you have those things at your facility, that is a huge leg up and sort of a check in the box uh, for a win as a um, sort of a, a group atmosphere approach versus individualized coaching. And these don't have to be uh, against each other, pitted against each other necessarily, but it's one way to think about it. So obviously I own an affiliate and that's one side of this conversation. Again, I said in the middle, I sit in the middle. So the opposite side of that for me is my remote coaching business for fitness. So uh, I obviously work with people remotely. That's, you know, I have people here at my facility that I work with, but uh, through Zora, a lot of the people that I work with are all around the United States, all around the world. A lot of international clients who uh, 
I'm talking with on a, on a daily basis, which is really cool. However, it also presents a lot of unique challenges and I understand the extreme benefit that that can be to a lot of the athletes that I work with. However, I also under, can understand some of the challenges around that. And if you're not working with as mature of a population, that can be an extremely difficult thing. So I do think that there are problems that cannot be solved for an athlete in a group program. Like at a certain point, if you want to continue to see progress, you're going to have to go to at least part of an individualized program. And I think that's where sort of people get caught in the middle. And I think that personally, and I could be wrong, but I think I have a pretty good balanced uh, viewpoint of this discussion and seeing both sides of it. So let's go to when individualized coaching may not be worth it. Uh, I think firstly, if you're someone who's just looking to have fun and to have challenging experiences in fitness, that it's not necessarily necessary for you to hire an individualized coach. Um, you can get both those things checked off without having to pay someone additionally on top of what you're probably already going to an affiliate for. So I think Coach Chris, with the stage of life he's currently in, is is a pretty good you know example of this, where he would much rather jump into the classes at his affiliate um, or one of the affiliates in their network and have fun, be able to not have to think about the workout any more than that, have 60 minutes. He already moves well. He's thought about his performance a lot in the past, right? There's a lot of things that he's going to be adequately prepared for because of his history. And he can just jump into classes and have a really good time doing that and maintain a lot of his fitness and also have the fun and the challenge and the atmosphere that he's looking for. So it checks off all those boxes for him. And he doesn't really need an individualized coach or that wouldn't necessarily be the best thing for him at this point. So I think if you're someone who's in a similar bucket to that, where that's just not really as much of your focal point right now, and it's kind of fitness isn't necessarily sitting on the back burner, but it's not like held as like one of the biggest priorities in your life, then that might be a, a, a way to go. Two, I would say if this person's really young and they they really don't have any disposable income, right? <laughs> uh, maybe this is a, a college kid who they can't afford to pay an individualized coach. Like they probably don't even have a full-time job. Um, they probably have a lot of other things that they're having to pay for, like tuition and things. They probably just don't have a lot of disposable income. So they might be better off spending their disposable income on getting decent food and, you know, paying for a blog program and trying to figure out, okay, what are the things I need to do to try to optimize around my performance without having to spend all the money that would be required to hire a quality coach. And this is one of the big asterisks I want to place on this is that you can bargain shop for a coach. You can do it. It is a terrible idea. Right? You are much better off going into a blog style online program that is really well thought out and has really smart people writing it and thinking about it and critiquing it and testing it and refining it than to hire a cheap coach, right? Or someone who's maybe the convenient option. I am always super excited when I have athletes who are in my network who look elsewhere potentially, or at least research elsewhere about coaching, right? I don't want an athlete to come to me through my facility who hasn't searched around yet, right? I would much rather have that person look around because now I know that this is an athlete who isn't just doing this because I'm the convenient option. They've done their homework and they understand what I have to bring to the table and they're going to be more bought in as a result. And they also can understand the value that we have at our facility that a lot of other places don't have. And personally, I hope when they do that kind of research that 
they come back and circle back to us, obviously. But I hope that that's something where it instills more confidence to them because they get to compare to other you know, companies out there who have similar coaches to what we offer here at Zor Fitness. And it's like when they do that, they can come back and be like, you know what? Yes, you're here at my facility, but you're also the best option for me if I were to look at all the other remote coaches. And it just so happens to be that I'm at your facility. So that was my little rant of like how you need to be diligent in how you go about picking a coach, right? You can't just you know, pull a name out of a hat. You need to figure out, okay, this is the systematic way that I'm going to research these different companies that I'm going to pick the person that is going to be best for me. These are the systems that they use. I know that this is going to be the best interaction for me. And that is a time intensive process. That's not going to be something that is just going to be like overnight. You have the answer to, right? It's like searching to figure out what the best job is for you. It's, it's, it's a job in and of itself. If anyone's been in that situation, like you need to spend many hours doing your homework so that you can be educated in who you pick as your coach. So, um, yeah, if someone's younger and they just don't have the disposable income. That's obviously going to be one thing that, that, that could potentially be holding them back. And a reason that they wouldn't hire a, an individualized coach. I also think if that you have a facility where you're training, where you have a big group of competitive athletes who are all following the same program. Let's say it's a, a group blog style program, but you have a nice big pool of athletes and there's some really competitive higher level athletes in this group who can help sort of pull you along that that can be a really nice toe rope for a younger athlete, especially who they can get a lot of development in and uh, get pulled up relatively quickly. The exception that I would say for this, even if you have a good group of competitive people all doing the same program, is if you're someone who clearly you need development outside of those things in order to progress optimally for you, and it's become clear very early on, right? Even if I go into this for a while, I'm probably not going to see great pr progress in my ability to get my first muscle up, or I'm probably still not going to see a lot of progress in my Oli technique, for example. Those types of things, if you're dealing with those sorts of problems, you're probably better off figuring out how to get some coaching on you, even if it's not necessarily fully hiring a remote coach. You can sort of do figure out a good hybrid program, um, maybe get some personal training in addition to that. Those sorts of things with someone who's around you can actually have eyes on you in person. Those sorts of things would be great solutions. So the fourth and final reason why you might be someone who doesn't hire a remote coach just yet, or maybe it's not quite worth it for you just yet, is that you are someone who's quote unquote in the middle. I remember having a conversation with Brian St. Andrews when I worked at his gym and I was do following a blog style program. Uh, I did that for about 18 months and about in the middle of this is when we had this conversation. I was seeing some pretty good results from that and was talking to him and sharing that with him. And he just kind of like shrugged and was nodded his head. And so it was like, yeah, they basically just roll the ball down the middle. And for you, that works. And I think I understood what he meant right away, but I think I have a pretty deeper understanding of what that meant now. And to me, that meant that I was an athlete who would see good results from a group style program like that. They can't swing the program to any one extreme, right? They're never going to give like <laughs> hours of zone work in a program like that for a super powerful athlete who might need it. So that that athlete is never going to see great results on a program like that or make it to the highest levels of their sport. Likewise, if you're an athlete who's super enduring, right? You're not going to see strength work every single day in high doses like that person might need and higher percentages and lots of intensity because likely 
you're not going to get that in a group program. Like they can't sway into that far of an extreme. Likewise, if you're someone who doesn't have all the skills yet, or you're not a quick learner of skills that you're going to have to spend more time developing those things. You're not going to get it in a program like that. Or if you're someone who's really tall and you need to spend way more time working on gymnastics components and, you know, body weight more so like cyclical, uh, movements, for example, like burpees and double unders and those sorts of things, you're not going to get it in a program like that. Likewise, if you're a really shorter athlete and you need to spend way more time developing, uh, the ability to produce a lot of, uh, wattage and, uh, you know, improve your power output on the machines and things like that, you're not going to see a program like this. So again, if you're any one of those extremes, you could think about it on like 10 different levels, right? If you're on any one of those, a program like that just can't be worth it for you. I guess it's not going to be optimal. And if you are someone who's like, yeah, generally I'm sort of like average and a lot of different qualities, like my strengths. Okay. I need some work on that. I also need work on my engine. Like I'm not super lanky. I'm not super short. Like I'm relatively athletic. I pick on stuff up relatively quickly. Like I have a pretty good training age. Like, like I was at that time. That's like, okay, well, <laughs> a program like that could probably be fairly effective for you and they can just roll the ball right down the middle and you're going to hit a lot of the pins because that's the, the type of work that you need. So that's one side of it, right? When it might not be worth it. Let's go to the other side, right? Let's say when is remote coaching or hiring a remote coach or even an in-person coach uh, going to be worth it? I would say first is when your problems so to speak, problems like your limitations, your weaknesses, the stuff that you need more development on is now worth paying someone to do to help you fix it. When A, it's just like you can't get enough touches in a week. You're that person I described before where you're a bigger person and your muscle ups will not get to the level that you need them to get to at if you want to qualify for a semifinals unless you hire a coach. And it's like, okay, I've poured the last five years of my life into developing as a CrossFit athlete and I've taken on all these different things and I've gone through the blog programs and I've hired, you know, in-person PT people to help me out. And it's like, okay, now I'm at the level of my development where unless I am willing to hire someone to coach me in a more professional capacity, and all the things that come along with that, unless I'm willing to do that, I need to take a step back from the sport because I'm not going to be able to get to the level that I want to be at. Okay. When that's the problem that you're dealing with, all of a sudden this becomes the best and possibly only option for you at that point. So you're just not getting enough touches of the things that you need. And two, and I would say often these go hand in hand is that you don't know how to solve your own limitations, right? If you knew how to improve your muscle ups on your own to the point where you could qualify for a semifinal, then you would have done it by now, right? And for someone else, they might be able to solve that problem on their own and, you know, pick up a, a training program that they found online and just do that. And it might get good enough of results where they can continue to do something else. But for you and the problems that you have and the limitations that you have and the weak points that you have, you now have to figure out, okay, is it actually worth it for me to go hire a coach, right? Again, if you're dealing with those problems that are high enough and they're uh, important to you enough, you're going to do what's necessary in order to solve them. In this case, it means hiring someone else to help you troubleshoot those problems. So one, you've got limitations that are worth paying to solve, right? Frankly. So the first example was sort of a professional in the sense that this person um, has a disposable income and the 
the time that would be required to invest into the learning of all the fitness stuff just isn't worth it. They'd rather offload that to someone else. The other example is someone who's aging up. And I don't mean this as a master's athletes, often actually master's athletes are sort of the example I gave before. However, in this scenario, I mean, an athlete who understands that as they're getting into the tail end of their career, they have, or maybe not even to the tail end, they just understand that they have a limited time to get as good as they need to get in the sport, right? If I want to become a professional athlete in the sport of CrossFit and I want to have higher level sponsorships and things like that, I have a finite amount of time to actually do that. So if I want to execute on that, I need to make sure that I'm doing everything possible that I can to get myself there. And the time aspect of this is really important where I understand, again, this is a scenario that I understand that the time that I have is more valuable than the cost of the coaching, right? The cost is less relative to the value that I put on my time. In this case, the time I have left in the sport. And then three is someone who understands that having a coach is a competitive advantage. And for me, this is the one that I think is the most important. Yes, I understand how you know, having a cost associated with that, someone's time could be more important or um, understanding that I have this unique limitation as an athlete. And unless that gets addressed and I fix it, that I will never be to the level I want to be. However, understanding that having a coach is a competitive advantage for you and you have to have that if you want to be the best, if you get that, all of a sudden it becomes very clear what you need to do as an athlete. So think about it this way right? If you're doing all of these things, right? You're putting in extra work, right? You're doing extra aerobic conditioning. You're doing your, your joint health stuff to keep yourself healthy. You're doing your meal prep. You're making sure that you're getting enough sleep. You're tracking your HRV. You've got a whoop. You've got a compact unit. Like you've got all these little odds and ends and stuff that you've spent money on to try to optimize around your performance. And yet you have competition who they're hiring a coach and that coach has a deep understanding of what they need as an athlete and the ways that they can actually leverage them to get to their best performance. And you don't have that. That's a huge performance gap. And that's a problem. If you're someone who's trying to beat other people in a sport here, I'm really talking to the competitive athlete, right? If you're someone who is competitive, the goal is to win. And if you want to win, you need to have every competitive advantage that you possibly can. Having an experienced coach in your corner is one of the easiest, simplest, most tried and true ways that you can have a competitive advantage as an athlete. And if you're a competitive athlete who's trying to be at your best, you might be at the place where you can't afford to hire an individualized coach, but you certainly can't afford not to have one. Thanks for listening today. If you're someone who just found the show, I would encourage you to subscribe so you can stay up to date. If you're someone who's been listening for a while and enjoying what you're hearing, I would encourage you to leave a rating or review for the show. It would definitely help us out. And lastly, if you're someone who does take your fitness seriously and cares about your performance deeply, I would encourage you to look into hiring one of our coaches. Until next time, stay the course.